This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Watching Mansfield Town should come with a health warning, as with every single game the pressure to succeed ramps up and the danger of failure intensifies. And over the Easter weekend, boy did we feel that. A magnificent win over Morecambe on Friday sent the Stags to Oldham with a real buzz on Monday, but poor defending and another lack of concentration saw the Stags beaten and back into third. Yes, you can say what you want about the fight back and the linesman's flag, but ultimately the Easter weekend ended with defeat, making it a tough two games to come. Tonight, ahead of Saturday's final home game of the season, a must-win against playoff-chasing Stevenage, we pick the bones out of a juicy weekend's action, and me, Nathan, Cam, and the team prepare to face the end of the season storm. We've got to be concentrating on what we've got to make happen, and, uh, and that's the football plan on Saturday. For everything that's involved in the club, the fans and everything, they're, you know, they're going to build it up probably a lot bigger. We've just got to be calm, do what we've done for the last 44 games, and you know, as I say, it's, it's, it's three points. But the big thing I'll go back to is it's in our hands. We don't need to do anything different. We are where we are on merit. Um, we deserve to be there. If you want to be relish, why not? You know, what, 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 what do you want to be? Do you want to be sat on the big table with nothing to play for? Do you want to be not County, sat at the bottom of the Football League? Do you want to, where do you want to be? You know, like I say, there's only two teams in this division who swapped to place with us out 24. So that's not a bad season for me. And like I say, it's in our hands with two to play. The games, they get bigger as the season gets bigger. As the season progresses, all the games get bigger. The moments get bigger. Missed opportunities get, get bigger. And, and everything's under the mic. There's no way that you play these games down at the, the end of any season with, with such important riding on it. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Get involved now. Life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. I can tell you this, Stags fans, there's one hell of a storm coming with just two games to go. that you've got your dancing shoes on because the end of the season is just around the corner but it still seems like a long 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 way away yet as the stags have it all to do i hope you like the little change at the start of the show the different theme music nathan just said to me well i was just saying is, is our lives is it not tense enough at the moment 
And you're going to throw that into the mix. That's all for quality here on the Match Film Matters <laughs> podcast. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Welcome along to another edition of the podcast. Thanks very much for joining us. As always, you can get involved with the show throughout via the comments below or of course uh, you can tweet us during the week alongside me Nathan Edge and Cam Felton as well Nathan I'll start with you as you said as if this season wasn't tense enough but the only team that's making it tense is Mansfield bloody town (laughs) as always I mean you sort of look back to previous successful years um, in Mansfield town's history and uh, when you look at the years we've got promoted, conference, we did it on the last day after failing with three games to go at Braintree. We had two games left then and we rescued it. Go back further to 2001, 2002, I think it was, took it down to the last day of the season then. And now we're doing it again. It's got to, No matter what happens, it's got to go down to MK Don's away. And that's what was all... We all said it was going to happen, so whether we put it out there into the atmosphere and, and, and attract it to ourselves, maybe, but we've got to do it now, and the only way we can do it is probably by getting, well, we've got to get four points in the next two games, minimum. I'm going to argue and say six, we'll come to that in a little bit. As always, though, Cam felt when there's an easy way, a hard way, and a Mansfield Town way. It's hard way doesn't even sum up the way that we've done this season at all, because it's been more than hard. And it's just annoying that we, we get some decent spells of football. We don't do anything with it. We switch off for two seconds, and the game's out of sight. And sat at Friday, we're brilliant. Never switched off a single moment. Never really looked looked worried. And then Monday was just well. I think. Might as well have been watching Line of Duty with rest at play. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There's nothing wrong with Line of Duty. <laughs> Carry on. Well, we might as well might as well been watching Tally with rest at lads on 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 Monday. So, do the players really want it? We hope so. Are they making it hard work? Yeah. So all you can really say to be honest it's just hard work what a contrasting weekend Nate. let's start with the Morgan game as always if you at home are watching on the live feed get involved now in the comments below leave us a comment and we'll get to those uh, later on in the show let's start with Friday Nate, because what we wanted after the week before was Mansfield to come out and really put a shift in and Jesus Barry Roach earned his paycheck didn't he for Morecambe oh, for a while I thought it was going to be one of them games because uh, we just couldn't score could we we was peppering the goal putting crosses in and, and getting shots off but some of them were good shots and he was just on absolute form tipping them around the post keeping them off the line I just thought oh my days is it going to be one of them days where he keeps everything out and they go up the other end but to be, to be fair we kept we kept going we didn't get frustrated with you know with the fact that we wasn't getting a goal and we stayed pretty solid defensively I can't I think you know Logan in the first half had I think it was two saves to make, but apart from that, that's probably it for the whole game. So uh, I think we just the pivotal point of that game was just getting our first goal, and and what was most important, like the week before Northampton, where we sat back, we didn't do that this time. Whether it's because we're at home or, or what, I don't know, but we we kept attacking, and like I said the last week on the podcast, sometimes 
attack is your best form of defence and um, when you've got the ball the opposition can't hear you it hurt you and that's exactly what we did against Morecambe what pleased me most about Morecambe Cam was from the very first whistle Mansfield for at least a good half an hour 40 minutes didn't allow Morecambe to breathe every throw in was quick there was no waiting for players to get into position it was quick it was rapid every free kick and corner was as quick as it, it physically could be that rapidness really helped keep Mansfield on the, on the front foot and for me given the circumstances it was arguably one of the best games of the season to watch in, in terms of commitment and desire to go and get what we needed to get oh massively and you think probably the reason we've not scored as many goals as we probably could have done is the fact that we were just so slow playing the ball out from the back getting goal kicks Logan or whoever taking the ball from the back or the defence getting it forward whatever it took too long to get it there and Friday was just literally it, it was too fast at times and we could, and you couldn't even CJ couldn't keep up with the pace that we were playing at so it's great that we're playing like that we've just got to keep it going and and we were fantastic in the first half and the, and the second half was probably one of the best performances we've seen all season attacking wise creating chances and actually finishing them pick of the goals of the four uh Pierce. Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> Purely down to the fact of it's obviously a volley from Bish. Chief has to stop that ball, think about what he's got to do, turn back inside, and then he wrong foots the goalkeeper as well from a centre back. Boys, I've just solved our promotion conundrum. Don't say. This is, this is Chief, Chief up front. Is, is that with Sweeney? Or yes, with yes. Sweeney. Yeah. <laughs> Pearson Sweeney up front, absolutely well, formidable that, partnership. He had a great chance against uh, Oldham as well, which uh, we just wish he had the same sort of uh, sharpness as he had in the box a week before, as well, a few days before, because that, that could have turned the game, like I said, as well. Keep your comments uh, coming in this evening. Really want to hear your thoughts. Have your say on your team. This is the show for the fans, by the fans, to allow you to do just that. Uh, Stephen says, up the stags. Victor says, come on, you stags. Roger says, evening. Uh, talking about the uh, change of intro, Roger, uh, Paul says, I liked it. Helps build the atmosphere and increases the tension. Exactly what I was aiming for. Uh, Roger says, uh, talking about the line of duty, I was just writing that on what Craig just said um, talking about the games uh, and Barsby says we can do this believe uh, Victor says need to win both games Paul says it's hard work can but everything is worth everything that's worthwhile doing is Roger says we've got to keep believing come what may and Victor says good to have two games left uh, one at home where where we've been tops this season and the other at MK they have not had the best of luck of late anything can happen on one given Saturday can't it as well and Peter says two contrasting games over Easter everything good about us this season was displayed against Morecambe and everything not so good against Oldham I don't think there's a better way to sum it up isn't it Nathan because it was like chalk and cheese yeah I mean as frustrating as Oldham was I mean it, it certainly wasn't the worst away performance we've had of the season simply because of we did actually show a bit of fight eventually but the most disappointing thing is that it took us to go 1-0 behind before we actually really started to look like we were going to attack and that we, we, we can't be doing that especially when you're coming up against sides like Oldham which you know, before the game you probably would have said they've not really got much to play for but actually now they are because they've beat us they are in a playoff um, uh, you know, in a playoff race and it, you know, it's fair enough they're certainly outsiders of it but they've still got a chance so it was, it was just disappointing we, 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 
I thought we'd learnt that learnt a lesson again after Northampton and, and came out and did what Stags do best and, and attack and take the games to other teams. Whereas it felt to me on uh, you know against Holden that we we went back we at the at the start anyway to what we was doing before. Looking at it from a having having had that couple of days to sort of reflect on the weekend as a whole, can was the fact that we played so well against Morecambe at such a high intensity and then kept the same lineup was that a little bit of a shot in the armoury because that turnaround between the two games including the travel including a bit of a train a light training session in between was that a little bit too much to ask when you add in that added that added bit of pressure uh yeah I'd say so because you think key players in the game I'd probably say from uh, Friday would have been your wing backs, you guess, and Jones, your, your Mal Bennings getting the ball forward, getting it quickly forward. They just really weren't at the races on Monday. I thought they were weren't poor, but they just weren't themselves. And Gethin proper in the walls, that lad. When um, I saw that, I, I feared the worst. I yeah. did fear the worst when he hit that post, when he ran straight into that post, and then. Gets up and plays on, and arguably played better after that. Why couldn't he done that? <laughs> he had a nightmare minute? before, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> so it woke him up, but a little too little too late. Yeah, very uh, frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's one of them, isn't it? Um, I mean, regardless of the fact that we played a high intensity game, to, to, you know, two days before, I think we sort of still set up probably incorrectly for away from home. I mean, it's hard to, to single out single players, but. George Grant away from home should not should not be started on that pitch. At the end of the day, I know we, we, we keep saying we want to go out attacking, which we certainly set the team up to go attack, attacking, as in uh, player selection-wise, but uh, it, it didn't feel like when we went out on the pitch. And it's like playing with, my dad says it all the time, it's like playing with Ted Merman when he's on there, especially away from home. Is it one of those where you look at the key areas, your wing-back positions and your, your midfield, and you just think, fresh legs in there against a team like Oldham who are going to be scrapping who run a little bit of a bounce with a new manager and things like that was it one of those where you should have thought I know we won convincingly on, on the Friday but I have to make changes purely to, to carriers did he get was it a little bit of was there a little bit of tepidation in there a little bit of almost hesitance to to change a winning formula I think that yeah I think it was uh, the fear of sort of trying to fix something that necessarily isn't broken because the fact that it won the you know a couple of days before so the fear of that um, so you could say that I think you probably there probably should have been one or two changes in there no more than that it didn't need I don't think it needed anything more than that not not a massive wholesale, wholesale changes um, but I mean it's easy for us to say that now isn't it after you know a few days after the game on reflection I'll say it's a bit like the whole hero villain thing it's like we, obviously we won on Friday if you don't change it you're a hero if you do change it and we lose you're a villain if you do change it and we win you're a hero there's, it's, there's so many things which you can look back on and say we should have done this we should have done that but the, the fact is that's the easy thing you're looking back at it now and it's like well we could have changed this but when you're in in that moment the heat of that moment it's like you're not going to see the same things but the true fact of it is why did we allow ourselves to get in that position in the first place I know a lot, there's been a lot of talk about the Danny Rose offside goal which replays have since shown was probably onside and should have been given you know again you can't change it and you can't do anything about it but 
the big question for me when everybody was talking about this at the end of the game on social media was yeah there was a little bit of hurt and anger in there but also the question which I was asking was why the bloody hell did we get ourselves in that position of having to need to fight back in the first place because that's not a promotion team that's a team fighting for your life oh definitely and I think I think the players will be hurt but let's hope that they can use that going into Saturday and think right we let we let ourselves down we let us fans down we let the gaffer down and we, we were robbed shall we say and hopefully that'll give them a bit of fire give a bit more bit more energy and and use that it's like we were wrong in the last game so we're going to put it right this time did anyone feel like they wanted to go on the pitch and just put a sympathetic arm around Danny Rose though at that point because he's done <laughs> I think that's probably his best game this season for me because his contribution was it was brilliant it was phenomenal that if anyone doesn't agree then watch the build up to Tyler's goal because the ball forward that touch which takes two defenders out of the game lays the ball to Mellis who's allowed to put an easy ball through because Rose has taken two defenders out of the game was unreal Gets him, got himself in some really good positions and did what Danny Rose of old did for that goal got himself in a goal scoring position and went for it and I just when I saw him on there I'd be no no doubt if the camera zoomed in a little bit further Nath that there may well have been a little bit of a tear in his eye because all of that all of that work and effort he put in to be robbed he, at, at the last you sort of say if if that goal had standard which it maybe should have done you would have said that's what he deserved for you know for what he, he's done coming into the especially like saying especially that game itself or what he contributed into the game uh, it's exactly what he deserved and I, I remember on the bus on the way down uh, one of the guys on the bus with me he just said just got this feeling Danny Rose is going to pop up and this is no word of a lie Cam was on there so you yeah. might have heard him he said I've feel, got a feeling Danny Rose is going to pop up on the 95th minute but this was saying about MK Don's away and get the winner now still could win 95th minute but obviously it wasn't MK Don's away but this was Oldham away and that's that's exactly what it it wasn't the winner but it would have still been a, it would a have key felt goal. like one wouldn't it and I, I, it just as it went went in and I thought as if that's just happened and then obviously within seconds it's gone from duration to absolute despair sort of thing but he would have deserved that and I just hope that in some ways even though it was chalked off let's just hope he takes a bit of confidence away from that and thinks oh you know I've still hit the back of the net in a, in a game because it hadn't happened for a while so it's a great finish oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely yeah so I just hope he can take that now into into Stevenage and MK Dons because I think he's going to play a big part in it obviously it didn't count but do you think that's the sort of thing that we've been missing this season the fact that Danny Rose getting into those positions to be able to go and get that chance get that goal I think the fact that we were taking shots in the first place because the, the whole reason that came about was the fact we'd started having shots from the edge of the box but at that point we weren't trying to tippy tap it out wide and put a ball across the for an easy tapping we were putting pressure on we were applying that pressure and when you do that that's when you're going to get Danny Rose at his best and for me on that I hope he's had a good week thriving off that and will no doubt have that in within himself to come and fight back on uh, on Saturday let's get through to uh, some of the comments tonight. lots of them flooding in do keep them coming in I like to be kept on my toes um, you can comment right down below right now uh, if you listen to the audio version of this where were you? we're here every week at 6.30 on our Facebook page for you to get involved we're back with you next Wednesday uh, some comments then Roger says the Danny Rose goal was onside 
Stag's very unlucky but will look square itself by the end of the season Callum says thank goodness this game against Stevenage is at home or I'd not be confident going into the last two massive games we can still do this have every confidence in the lad uh, Victor asks is anybody thinking of taking some flags this Saturday in drums I hope so we need a big atmosphere there uh, Roger says though Walker scored on Monday he had another great chance to get another if it was on target should have buried that one I know which one he's talking about uh, we were talking about George Grant earlier uh, Callum says I think Grant needs to take a look at Mellis and the way he uses the ball don't get me wrong Grant is a brilliant player but he does, he just does all the right things in the wrong situations when he plays the simple passing football he's the best player on the pitch I can't argue against that and I call George Grant flash because every single time 99% of the time at least he does try that that special flick that flash moment and you're sometimes just screaming just control look up and pass and keep but it simple simple football got, wins games quality, hasn't it? but it's, it's sometimes what you want to see from as well is a bit of effort and a bit of hunger because if you if you mix that with so you say if you gave if you had George Grant's quality but let's just say you gave him Mackers or Neil Bishop's sort of enthusiasm and hunger Brain. in a game yeah put that into one player and he'd be a hell of a player but you don't see that you just see a player that doesn't seem bothered and I was saying to someone the other day and the, I don't know if you remember but at the very sort of early months of the season Tyler Walker was getting the same sort of criticism even though he was scoring but it's cost a lot of fans to him it looked like he was lazy but then he changed that aspect of his game and and he won fans over not just with the goals because that, that does help but I think in his work ethic but George Grant isn't doing that and I think that is a main frustration out of anything uh, more comments coming in uh, I've lost where I was because so comments keep coming in it's great uh, Victor says we need to make lots of noise and get behind the team on Saturday Roger says still think Danny will have a final say on this season with goals uh, Laura says flick cross team selection is, essential, is essential obviously I think he takes an attacking approach but we also have defensive players that score or create chances we'll talk a little bit more about team selection uh, later on and what we do going into those uh, final two games Victor says goal goal all day long and uh, Shelley says and this is the question I was just about to ask you two as well uh, I would start with Danny on Saturday would you start with Danny Rose on Saturday Nathan Edge um, no. <laughs> Why? We sound so harsh about No, no, you, we're all entitled to opinions. That's what we are here to do. I'm still thinking one, he has still had, uh, <laughs> not, he has a long comeback from injury where he, I don't think he, he's, I, I don't know if he's got a nice minutes in him. And two, he can come on and change the game as we saw on Friday, uh, sorry, on Monday. So, <clears throat> If things aren't going well, which like which I'd like to think, let's hope hope they are. But if they aren't, I mean, if if he's on the pitch and they aren't going well, then you look at the bench and think, right, how can we change it? I'm not sure we've got many options. So for that reason, I'd have him on the bench. And but I won't be afraid to bring one earlier if we if we have to. Like thirty minutes. Yeah, if, like if, if genuinely, if we have to, you like know, like five minutes. A bit far. Let's hope we don't have to have to. <laughs> no, minutes, no, you never know. But do you know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, I'd I'd like him to be an option off the bench if, if, if we need him to be what about you Cam you're David Flitcroft you're getting your galvanising team selection ready you're solidifying your thoughts and ready to put your team out in full in are you, you going to go for Danny Rose to start up front I'd start Rose up front that's yeah. 150 quid by the way oh yeah I don't count anymore uh, <laughs> um, I'd start Rose up front and that's the thing with if you start Danny you've got that extra 
not ability as such but the fact that he, he can play a game that nobody else can at the club anymore and that that's just winning the ball bringing it down playing it on or flicking it on or whatever and that's something that we lost when uh, someone like Craig Davies got injured someone that can bring the ball down play it out or can get the, the flick on for Tyler to run onto and I think if we can get that going I think we'll be fine as long as Tyler can put the chances away but then not only does it give us an attacking threat from the first whistle then we've also got attacking players on the bench someone like Alex McDonald's that's been sat on the bench for every week maybe start him Grant on the bench and then you've got Grant to come on as you wait, tie the team out and then I think I think player choice is down to whether we're home or away. You've got someone like George Grant that doesn't doesn't perform that well away from home, but absolutely thrives playing at, at playing at home. Well, a little bit more. He's a little bit more comfortable on a ball. It can it can play a little bit more naturally, not not so much having to rush his passes he can play with a little bit more time he has got that ability to be able to do it at home I don't understand why he can play so well at home but so poorly away it's an interesting scenario to be in and on the flip side of that the whole starting rows and bringing him on to make an impact you can also look at it this way we've 3-4-0 up but we need to defend Who's the best defender on the bench? Danny Rose without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, uh, we'll talk more about Danny Rose and team selection later on, but time now to reflect uh, finally on that game at Oldham and some wise words from an old head. Let's get the reaction of uh, state midfielder Neil Bishop, who scored a critical goal in that 3-2 defeat away at Oldham. Here's the thoughts of Neil Bishop. We didn't really get going, probably similar to Northampton. We let ourselves down. You know, we weren't sharp and about it as we as we can be. But you know, second half we've had to give it a go, and it's been it's been end to end. Again, probably being a bit critical that we, we haven't reached the standards what what we set ourselves. But you know, we scored three legitimate goals, and we've uh, and we've lost the game. I'll probably have to be careful with what I say because um, I think I got booked at the end. But you can't guess, you can't guess, and that's what the linesman's done. He's played. Look, how I'm in there, and it's never been offside in a million years. I don't even think it'll be close. I'm not seeing it back. I don't need to see it back. You know, and if I can see that and I'm involved in the play, then the linesman with one job can surely see that. But they're the blows you take. You, you know, I can't think of many decisions we've had this season, but hopefully we might get one in the last couple of games to even it up. We've got to get out of the system quickly because I think we're still in the top three, are we? Destiny's still in our own hands. Two games left. There's probably only two teams in the league who swap places with us, and, and that's Bury and, and Lincoln. So you've bought, you've got to park this now, really. Get the frustration out, probably the minute you leave the stadium uh, and focus on Saturday because you know we we still know we win our last two games we're, we're going to be promoted we need to get the frustration out of the system very quickly because you know to have a quick turnaround the game in five days when we've got to go and win again and like I say destiny our own hands we can't be too disappointed we've got to look at the bigger picture I think it's probably guaranteed to go down the wire um, it was probably always destined to when we were looking at that fixture probably 10, 15, 20 games out but it is what it is it's one to be relished why not you know what what, what do you want to be do you want to be sat mid-table with nothing to play for do you want to be not County sat at the bottom of the football league do you want to, where do you want to be you know like I say there's only two teams in this division who swapped places with us out 24 so that's not a bad season for me and like I say it's in our hands with two to play you know it's something to relish it's something to enjoy it'll be a packed house there sat there obviously there's something we need to improve on today but you know at home we've been fairly relentless all season and if we can bring our A game sat there it should be a result of a positive result 
the wise words of Stags midfielder Neil Bishop and of course you can watch that interval in view interval interview in full on <laughs> in uh, full. mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow uh, so get yourself on there and watch that wise words though Nathan and what really struck a chord with me was what do you want what do you want us to be do you want us to be yeah. mid-table do you want us to be a Notts County in the bottom two we've got something to fight for and I think that above all else it said through pain and anger and hurt and disappointment that we've not lived up to where we want to be but also it said with realism yeah that you know nothing is over yes we've slipped up but we just pick ourselves up up again and with players like that in the engine of our side I, I believe more that we will put the effort in rather than if we didn't have a Neil Bishop we need a Neil Bishop right now yeah I mean it shows that he is a wise old man no offence if you're watching Neil um, <laughs> because like I, I started having the same sort of thought process about but it was about probably two hours after the game had finished on the way home after sort of getting over it thinking things through it then you sort of do look at it a bit more in, in, on a larger scale of you know, the larger picture sort of thing and think well actually yeah we're not not we're not we're not not count we're not Yeovil or Macclesfield fighting for our lives down there we're not one of those teams just sat in the mid you know with the seasons are done already you know we've nothing to play for a season that they're going to forget we're actually in a very good position and you know it, it, we sort of like I think sometimes in the in the middle of all the emotions especially when you come away with a defeat like that you sort of forget about the good times and we have had a good season overall but I think it's because we just all want it so much to well I think we just all want it to be over and done with but with promotion don't we but like I say he's right we have got two games left it's still in our hands um, and we've, we've still got to believe that we can do it I say it every single week this team will kill me because there's so much pressure I mean I honestly think buying a ticket should come with a health warning because <laughs> you get put through so much, don't you? I mean, at half-time, I, I wouldn't have said that we'd have had the, the, the fight back in us, but it's not the first time we've done it this season. You've had, as Flickcroft says, you never out of a fight until you draw your last breath, and the Stags, they didn't want to draw the last breath, and I'm pleased that we didn't... Yeah, I was annoyed, and I was frustrated that we, again been poor and made it harder for ourselves but I walked away from that game like Nathan said Cam and sort of looked back on it a couple of hours later after I'd sworn and thrown things about and thought hang on a minute shed a few tears shed, uh, to be honest mate there was tears coming uh, there will be tears I reckon before the end of the season don't say that I know but happy tears, tears happy tears happy yeah. um, oh, tears what was I going to say uh, <laughs> every time cheers mate <laughs> um, I walked away thinking we could be in a worse position and mm. at least we've given it something. We've not just gone with a whimper. Would you say that the reason that losing on Monday hurts so much is the fact that we were wronged and we knew we were wronged? No. No. No, not at I, all. I felt like that walking away. You know if we'd have lost 3-2 and that Danny Rose goal hadn't have happened at all, I'd have been like, well, it's just another loss, we move on. What hurts so much for, for me, and I'm sure you, we're, I'm about to read your mind, Nathan, is the fact that we got ourselves in that position in the first place. Yeah, well, yeah it wasn't it great. Is, the Danny Rose goal actually sort of helped me, even though it was yeah, it took off, the edge off a bit. It sort of helped me a bit because I think if we didn't, if say if you like you said there, if we never had that Danny Rose chance, but let's say we didn't even create a chance and we sort of just 
gave up sort of thing and didn't even go forward and give it a go like that then I'd have been I'd have been coming away a hell of a lot more disappointed than I was feeling even though I did feel robbed I think that was probably it would have been a worse feeling the, the alternative so. if that linesman had not got a twinge in his arm at the most unfortunate moments and that goal would have stood and it would have been 3-3 I'd have walked away thinking bloody hell we were lucky there yeah I mean, I, I still felt we sort of deserved a point in the end just because of how we fought back. But the last, for, On the I last still, 20 minutes, yes. Yeah, but I still felt we would have been very fortunate. And I think all of them would have been... Probably would have felt robbed themselves if we did get the late equaliser like that. Is it twisted for me to now say this, and I prepare for flack in the comments, that oh. losing that game with two games to go, whilst it's made it bloody hard and like made it a, a mountain... It actually could be the and that offside goal. It actually could be the best thing to happen to us because we hurt. We we know that we've got to be better. We know that we've got to improve, and we've set the stall out for ourselves. Or is that just me trying to find a positive from a negative? Is that just me trying to put a square peg in a round hole? I mean, if we react correctly, then then you could say that. You could say that could have been that could be the catalyst for a sort of aggressive solid performance in the next two games which is obviously what we're all hoping for so it could be but we don't know yet do we we don't know how the players are going to come out and react to it so you'd like to think surely that's how they're going to come out and obviously you, especially when you hear Neil Bishop's interview you feel like that's how they're going to come out so that, hopefully yeah but it would have been nicer to win that game especially with MK Dons again slipping up and only joins Port Vale we actually would have had a big chance of wrapping it up on uh, on Saturday probably even with a draw so we've lost an opportunity in a way but yeah we'll see we'll, do you think that maybe the players attitude on this season's changed so just listening to obviously Neil Bishop then before the Notts County game we were saying oh I'm probably the only person in Mansfield not wanting Notts County to go down and in that interview he throws them under the actual bus I don't think he was I think he's sort of it's an example isn't it like you could be in a worse position. Yeah. I don't think you're saying, "Oh, you know, good riddance to them." Or I'm glad they're in a position. It was just an example of uh, of saying, "Not be glad for what you've got," because I don't think that's how he means it to come across. I think he's saying, "You know, that's still we've we've still got two games left in a what could be a massive season in our history." So I, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily that. Fine, um, final few comments on. Um final few comments on the Oldham game and then we'll look ahead to some team selections and obviously hear from the Stags camp this week as well uh, Peter says Oldham were bet the better side because we allowed them to be at two down it was a mountain to climb but we did start to fight back and then we gave their player the freedom of the pitch and he smashed in a quality goal but give the lads credit they plugged away and brought it back to 3-2 and then the heartbreak of the offside may be a strange statement but with the fantastic support I still believe it will still happen and David says being on TV didn't help the pressure uh, that was not needed let's have a little look then at some of you guys who've been uh, dropping comments in left right and centre at some of your suggestions for the lineup for Saturday and then we'll get Nathan and Cam's thoughts uh, and mine as well uh, Victor says need to go with an attacking option CJ and Walker up front uh, Tony says my lineup would be Logan Preston Pierce Sweeney Jones Tomlinson Bishop Benning uh, Mellis Walker and Rose uh, Gemma says Macus to start on Saturday ahead of Grant Rose on the bench because good to know we've got him there to bring on give him a bit longer though uh, Victor says he put Jimmy Knowles on the bench uh, Roger says uh, the lad Hakeem not been given a go sometime is it now too late for him Laura says the same team we played against Exeter please against Steenage and MK um, and 
some other comments coming in about Oldham as well. I'm going to leave those ones there. Let's look at a bit of the options in there. I think everyone's agreed it just needs to be more attacking. But for me, I know the back three's been solid all season, uh, but I think when we went to that back four a, a, a little bit, we looked a little bit more settled because we're starting to allow because we're pushing so far forward we are starting now Cam, to allow teams that little bit too much space and at this stage of the season when you are scrapping when you are fighting no matter what for you will exploit it oh massively and um, I think would you say that maybe the loss has come at a good time because obviously we've had this, the same back five for how many games in a row now for loads, it's, 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 it's that back it five. Do you think it now gives Flitcroft a, an excuse to change it? So obviously, if we change it and we lose, it's like we're back to this hero villain situation. You change it, you lose. You're the villain. Flitcroft, why are you done this? Why are you done that? But if you don't change it and you win, it's like you're a hero again. And obviously, if you keep winning and winning and winning, and then you lose and you haven't changed anything, it's like, oh, why didn't you change it? Why didn't you change it? It's a squad game, though, Nathan, isn't it? it I um I don't think the defence is going to change for the rest of the season. One, we know Flickruff can be quite stubborn in, in his formation, the way he wants to play, which is, you know, if it works, then great. If it doesn't, we've been saying it for a lot of the season where we want to see four at the back, and it, it hasn't happened unless there's been injuries that have sort of forced it to happen. So I don't think it will happen, and um, I don't think... I think when you look at Mo- Monday, it's probably the first time we've, we've conceded more than two goals in a very long time, actually. So uh, it's not like we've been shipping a lot of goals. Then, like the whole season, we've never lost a game by more than one goal. So we've always sort of kept it relatively tight. So I, I don't think it's the defence that, to me, is, is a massive issue. I think it's, I think it's midfield that's the issue. I think mean, a lot of games we've been losing the battle in midfield, and I remember an interview. That Pierce from Piercy last week or the week before, he said that it's not just the defence. We we defend from further up the pitch. It's what the players do in front of them that makes their job as a defensive back five a lot easier. And that's where I think we've been losing the battle. I'm prepared to get shot in the comments. And I'm ready for it, especially from one person who I know will shoot will shoot me. But I'm going to say one name to you, Cam. No, Will Atkinson. Yeah, where is it? I'd have brought him on. on I'd, I would have 100% brought him on on Monday because we, down that side we were getting torn apart a little bit and his experience and promotions and playing in high divisions and playing in multiple positions would have stood us in good stead because we needed someone to shore us up defensively but also a player who can turn the ball around quickly and get us moving from back to front. He, for me, I would he would be heavily involved in the final two games for me. Pre- shots, prepare to fire your shots. In the comments now. Would you have said on fri- uh, Friday, on Monday, we should have dropped CJ back into that right wing back as soon as the second goal went in? No, we should have no. brought Will Atkinson on. Oh no, because if you'd have brought, I don't think he was even on the bench, was he? Yeah, oh, was he on yeah. the bench? <laughs> he was, was warming up. I was saying, bring him on. <laughs> They were, we were waving at Dave and Dave didn't see him. <laughs> there were a few players that probably should have come on on Saturday that didn't. Because we didn't use his final sub again. It's a different debate. But, <laughs> so we'll carry on with this one. Um, do you think that maybe once that second goal went in, that we should have changed it a bit quicker than what we did? Yeah, we should have brought Will Atkinson on. 
Well, exactly. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to share his comments. I know, that's what, I'm, I'm dangling but the bait. It's, I can't do much more. It's a change that pro- that should have happened, though, because we, we, were, we were struggling with the pressure. We couldn't deal with how direct they were. And with someone like... Will Atkinson. Will Atkinson. You, he's more likely to drop into that right-back position and go as a four and let Benny push further up on the left and everyone drops Let's across. Correct. Let's flip it a little bit there. Imagine he did bring... That was his first sub after he went 2-0 down. Straight away by 95% of the fan support would say that's a negative change. Yeah, because they don't see... The, the I know there's a bigger picture. Bigger picture. It's, it's like, um, oh, something happened and it, and it... Oh, when Grant went off, because I saw, I saw someone slating Flipcroft saying, why have you took Grant off when he's an attacking player when we need need so many goals? When actually what happened is that allowed Menace to go further up. Straight away, Rose picks it onto Menace. Menace plays the ball through because he's got Bang more goal. space than attacking. And then, yeah, bang, banging the goal. So there is a bigger picture to it, but... But I do think that I don't know. I don't know about Atkinson. We've not seen him for a lot, a long time, and there's probably a reason why we haven't seen him for. Jay a, for says a long time. Will Atkinson <laughs> is a player to slow the gate uh, to clo- to slow. Will Atkinson is a player to slow the game down, not to add more intensity. Ah, I would, I'm, I mean, I'm going to disagree with that. Totally. Go on, and then I'll, um, I'll join in with you. I'm not. I'm not. I agree with you. I'm going to say <laughs> everyone's entitled to the opinion. I, I, I think he's one of those who, you know. He's one of those players who is like Marmite, isn't it? But I think there's a different side to his game which not a lot of people see. Go. I'm going to go quite far back and I'm going to go back to the Northampton game at home earlier this season. And the build-up play, I can't remember whose goal it was. I think it was CJ's goal. That build-up play between Rosick, CJ and Will was fantastic. And Atkinson is an attacking player. But, unlike other players, has that ability to play defensive as well. And I'd probably say the only midfielders that can do that properly are Bish, Macca and Tomlinson. And those three that you've just mentioned can't play in a right-sided position. And that's where we need Will, that's where we need Will Atkinson. Exactly. Because they're central players and Atkinson's got that history of playing up and down. Macca can play right wing, right wing back, if needed, if we didn't but have he's a far, well, As we've but established over two seasons of this podcast, he's a far better player playing in the middle I'm getting a headache it's, oh, I it's really frustrating That's all I, I know I know and then we wouldn't have been having any of this conversation it'd be fine we'd be up no doubt we'll talk <laughs> no doubt we'll talk don't say that because I want so I was, that's another topic of conversation <laughs> I wanted to avoid because I've got stuff that I need to get to and I've got to go to work tomorrow morning and I've got a feeling if we don't I'm not going to be done and this is the comment which which highlights all of this from Laura it's the com- I'm going to say it's the comment of the night has anybody got any calm tablets didn't expect any other ending to the season to be fair <laughs> absolutely spot on do you know who I hate to be right now hate to be 100% David Flickcroft because he's got to handle all of this he's got to he's got to somehow steer this ship away from the murky waters and lead us to our destination he's got all that pressure on his shoulders and I think it's about time that we heard from him for the first time today. Let's hear it from the stakes boss, David Flickcroft, who this week, has, who today has been away from Mansfield. He's been elsewhere on in Loughborough, where the stakes have been training. And he's been talking about the pressure ahead of a vital weekend at the One Call Stadium. Here's stakes boss, David Flickcroft. The games, they get bigger as the season gets bigger. As the season progresses, all the games get bigger. The moments get bigger. Missed opportunities get 
get bigger and, and everything's under a microscope. So, absolutely, you know, and um, there's no way that you, you play these games down at the, the end of any season with, with such importance riding on it. Um, so, yeah, the, it's, it's, a, it's a big game. It's one that we're looking forward to. Uh, and that's been hard after the Oldham game. You know, we, we almost went through a grieving process as a group, uh, certainly Monday and then into Tuesday. The boys was in yesterday, uh, players, staff, everyone. And uh, it was up to me as a leader and the manager to to get them back on, onto, onto firm ground. You know, all the, all the emotions that you feel, the disappointment, the anger, um, the questions the unanswered questions you have all that playing on your mind and uh, but then when you come out of that on the other side you start looking for answers and, and looking for what the next challenge is and the next opportunity so you know we see the Stevenage game as our next opportunity and, um, and we're going to embrace it you know and uh, and that's what today will be about Thursday and Friday in preparation for, for the Stevenage game Thursday is a really important day of training you know you're shaping your work um we're working on 11 v 11 so it's important that you know we have the right size training pitch uh, we've only got a three-quarter pitch and it's not in good nick over at the one call um you know and again it's just coincided with the training pitch is not being ready so we're in that situation i spoke to the chairman on it he said you know, he backed us on, on coming here uh and invested in coming here for for whatever we needed and um, it just epitomises professionalism. You know, the, a grass pitch, as I've said all season, to me is, is a fundamental. It's, it's your office, it's where you work, it's where you do your work. And there's been a lot of good work on the training ground. Hence, you know, the players that, that, have, that have improved and progressed this season, you know, it gives me great pride in watching them. Um, but this and a different stimulus, different environment, um, we saw it a couple of weeks back when the players come you know, they committed to it. it was excellent. So uh, a little bit more travelling for the players, but everything I've asked them to do, they've committed to. And um, you know, today's session, we're looking forward to it. Stags boss David Flitcroft there speaking to I Follow Stags earlier today. You can watch that in full over on MansfieldTown.net forward slash I Follow. Interesting comment that uh, he made there, Nathan, in terms of being in that environment, being away from it, being somewhere different, they've responded to it, that change of scenery, that change of environment. I guess right now, they try anything. Yeah, um, he said there, you know, obviously that the chairman's backed what Dave's asked for him. Uh, obviously, they must be paying a fair bit to, to train at, at Loughborough with top facilities. So, obviously, John, John and Carolyn have, have backed that, which is important. And let's just hope that the players... You know, if they're training well there, then then great. But let's just hope that they're still able to bring everything from those maybe perfect conditions there to maybe the imperfect conditions at onto the onto the pitch on match day. You know, it's it's a different kettle of fish, then, isn't it? You've got the pressures and in front of your supporters and stuff like that. So it's not necessarily obviously they need to prepare right on the pitch and every every 1% you can get by going to make sure you've got the right pitch and everything like that's trained on obviously massive but I think the most important thing at this time of the season is to prepare prepare for it mentally so let's hope they're, they're you know they're ready to do that from a man management point of view Cam what he's done realistically is actually take his players away from the ground and away from the pressures because even at the, the training ground, you're sort of seeing the ground over your shoulder. You're in the same dressing room as you're going to be on a, on a match day, and you sort of get that 
the pressure builds up because you see more people who are closer to it you interact with more fans and things like that and they talk about it even though they don't mean to talk about it that those conversations add that pressure and add that um, melting pot and, and add to that boiling pot so a man management perspective being able to train there today possibly tomorrow is actually a really good thing because they'll go into Saturday and it would be like going to a completely different environment rather than coming to the same place where the weight of expectation is building building and building massively and I think if you look at it another way you think in like a, a normal everyday job you get someone sitting sitting at a desk doing the work same four walls <coughs> every single day week in week out their entire life maybe you're going to get sick of it at some point you're going to get fed up you're going to not going to be as motivated to work but as soon as you ta- take a day off or go work somewhere else it's like you feel that energy re-energised because it's like you're not staring at the same four walls again well, let's hope that this is the same sort of thing as what Dave's wanted to do with the players it certainly is something which you know the stakes are really trying at the minute and you've got to give credit to to the board mate as well for funding this because it will be will be costly we have got a facility at the RH which could be used although it's not a grass pitch it's a 3G mm. but the fact that they've put the hand in the pocket and said you know what we'll do anything to get us over the line it could really be the difference because we saw how much of it an effect it had on that Morecambe game yeah and <clears throat> in some ways they, they sort of kind of have to as well you know it's uh Say the board want promotion just as much as, as we do and as much as David Flipcroft will so it's just at that point of the season where you can't really not you know, unless they can't afford it which obviously we're lucky that John can so um, you know you can't really not do something like that if it's going to benefit the players and benefit our preparation for you know these two hopefully only two massive matches um, you know credit to them for, for sticking to it and, and doing it because it's like as as Monday showed fine margins really do make a difference on the on the bigger picture doesn't it somebody's been reading the book of Dave <laughs> uh, two comments in from Victor and Roger very similar talking about the weather obviously there is a storm brewing and we're not talking about Mansfield's uh, promotion hopes obviously today it's been really horrible with thunder and lightning uh, can maybe pick him up from his house because he's a big crybaby um, thanks and you know uh, and the weather could have an impact because I think high winds and, and rain are due uh, rain on, on, Saturday. on Saturday um, and both pretty much asked Nace do you think that the weather will play a part in, in Saturday's game in terms of affecting our game will it have a bad influence I know what my answer would be but what's yours both teams are going to play in the same conditions both have got just as much line on the game. They're two points outside the playoffs, so they've got to come at us. So it depends on what it's like, actually, at that moment in time. We don't know, do we? It can change, but in some ways, if we get a bit of rain before, it makes the, the pitch nice and slick, which probably might benefit us, especially when the Stevens have got to come at us. So with our pace, a bit of slick passing, I think it might benefit us. But and it's, even if it's windy, we, we're not going to be well hopefully we're not going to be direct we're not normally that direct so I don't think it would be such a bad thing I hope our back three for me are capable of coping with pretty much anything I think apart from Oldham apart from Oldham <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's different and uh, uh, yeah, right. yeah, just stop what's the common thing in all of them direct 
No, they're away from home. Correct. Oh, um, and and still direct. Yeah, and <laughs> the point the point I'm trying <laughs> to make is they, they will yeah, they, they will Shut up! Sorry, carry on. Ruining it. That was before all this started. <laughs> carry on. They will cope with pretty much anything, ninety nine percent of anything. Um, and I think we are capable of playing both ways. We're capable of playing long and getting the ball in behind, but we're also capable of playing effectively on the floor as we've seen numerous times this season. So I don't think it'll be a problem for us. It'll be a problem for them because they've got to adapt to it and they will then have to adapt to how we adapt. Well, that's the thing. It's like I was saying, all the lads that sit in our, the area are sitting, we've sat there for 10 plus years. We've all known each other so long. And, and we were still talking. continue to sit next year and then you ten years. Oh, we were all talking for the oh, game and we all friends. and we were all saying the exact same thing and that's the fact that when teams come to us, we've got to take the game to them. We've got to play our way and not let them play. And what do we do? We play the game our way and we absolutely hammer Morecambe But we go to Oldham and we let them play their way and we get hammered. Jay says, I agree with Nathan, our football, especially in the final third, definitely would be uh, would benefit from a slicker pitch, especially with, like, when you think about how effective CJ and Tyler yeah. uh, can be, and even Danny Rose in, in sort of setting and creating that. Yeah, and, and then I'm just sort of, I hope my words don't come back and bite me anyway, but... Don't put a jacket this, in your mouth and don't say yeah, it. Now this for the season, sake of the we, goods. We've performed better against teams up there. Oh, well done. Well, it's, yeah. this is fact. This is fact. You can look at the results. We've, we've performed better at teams that are higher up in the division. And I think that's because they come and play more attacking and don't sit back. I'm not saying all of them sat back, but I'm just saying it's a different style of play. So because Stubernish have to come at us, because they need to win as we do, it then allows us to have that space in, in behind and, and get CJ on the ball, get him out wide for a start, let's have a bit of width. And, um, and, and so I think it will help us. I don't think it will be, I don't think it will hinder us anyway. But let's just hope that doesn't come back and buy me. Touch, touch wood, fingers crossed, everything. The weather doesn't make an impact really on the way we play. It's the players who do. Let's hear from one of them now. Let's hear from the one who's been between the sticks over the last few games, Mansfield Town's number one. Let's hear from Conrad Logan, who was speaking early today as the Stags trained uh, away from the one course stadium in preparation for Saturday's huge game at home to Stevenage. It's always an exciting period, isn't it? Um, a lot of games, thick and fast, um, and you know it's, uh, it's sometimes you know you can uh, you can come out of that really well and, and kick on and look towards the last couple of games. We're in a great position, um, you know everything's in our hands, and and we are we're excited, looking forward to to Saturday first and foremost, and you know getting three points. Listen, it's a tough league. It's it's 46 hard games, and you know you you get what you deserve at the end of the season. Um, we've put a lot of hard work on it. Um, we want to be up there. We're looking for automatic promotion, and it's in our hands. So, you know, it's it's absolutely. Let's be honest. We'd rather be where Lincoln is if we could, but it's in our hands. We're above that line of the playoffs, and and that's where we want to stay at the uh, at the end of the season. I mean, we can build it up as much as we want, but you know, for for players, it's just another game. It's three points. Um, you know, there's there's been three points on offer for 44 other games. Um, 
but you know for everything that's involved in the club the fans and everything they're you know they're going to build it up um, probably a lot bigger we've just got to be calm do what we've done for the last 44 games and you know as I say it's 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 three points um, but the big thing I'll go back to is it's in our hands I've been in situations where I've been in teams and we've been relying on other teams down to the last day um, to get into the playoffs or to, to get promoted and I've also been in, in, in squads where it's been in our hands and we've done the job and you know that's what we're looking to do we don't need to do anything different um, we're, we are where we are on merit um, we deserve to be there and you know we don't we don't need to do anything different to what we've been doing our home form's been fantastic um, we look to bring that through on Saturday and um, you know we're, we're only really looking forward to that game um, because um, that's the next game and that's the most important one. I've been in the game long enough to realise that. Um, you know, at, at every stage of the season when I haven't been in the team, I've always been of the mindset that you could be in the team at any stage. It could be the last game of the season. It could be, you know, through an injury, a red card. It could be a playoff final. Um, but, you know, you've got a chance to, to be in there and, and do your bit then. So that's always been the mentality I've had when I've not played. And when I have been playing, I've obviously just tried to bring my best game to the table and you know help the team kick on Mansfield Town's shot stopper Conrad Logan there speaking to I follow Stags I nearly said the wrong word that's why I went shot and not something else uh, get in, you can get involved in the comments still get involved uh, below uh, interesting there Nath uh, some wise words from you weren't quite happy that he said it's just another game but <laughs> let's think about it logically and let's think about it rationally that's the best way to approach it, isn't it? No, no, no. Why, why I, I disagree. I, I swear we've had this conversation. This was in la, this was last season as well. I don't know if it was a bit <laughs> to the Chesterfield game or something like that, but it's not just another game. Like obviously, you don't want to get overcome by. We we talked about it last week and even the week before, where there's two different pressures: there's a good pressure and the bad pressure. If you are excited for the game and think about where we are in the in the league and what an opportunity we have and you sort of take take that opportunity in in in, in Conrad's uh, case in in his hands the rest can do it in the feet by the feet you know, take the opportunity that I've got and go out there and relish it and be up for the game because it's such a massive game and that's what you need not just another it's not just another game I know I sort of know what he means but I it's, it's more to it there's such so much li- you know line on it go out there and really fight for it because there's 120 minutes wait no <laughs> maths 180 minutes to play is that even right yeah um, why are you asking me why asking are you asking, asking me 180 minutes to, to, to say the same thing plus plus a few more minutes at a time and all that um, you know you need to absolutely run your socks off for all that time because that's all you need to do if you put in a maximum effort and put in the best performance you can in the next two games that should be enough to take us up so I was saying you've got to look at the team as a whole obviously some of our players are on loan not everyone is tied down to a contract in the summer quite a lot of an hour don't they actually which is so not it's not another it's not just another game because some players are obviously on loan so need to impress the parent club some players are here and staying so it's all fine unless money comes in for them and then you've got players that are running out of time and need to perform to make sure they've got a club next season. And you'd like to think, hopefully, most of those players want a promotion on their CV. Exactly. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't want a promotion on their CV is just wrong, really, aren't they? They're, just, they're, they're doing it wrong. They're yeah. Just... 
then what are they in the game for? Like well, Neil Bishop said earlier in the show, would you would you rather be a mid-table side would playing for nothing? Would you rather be an Ops County languishing at the bottom, or would you rather be up there fighting to actually achieve something? I know what I'd be. Uh, words from a Lincoln fan. Carl says, forget what's gone in the last few games. Just win your next two games and come and join us in League One. We don't want to miss our visit to Tony's Chippy next season. Uh, up the Congratulations on finally winning Skybet League to Two. Uh, the only concern I've had there, and this is no disrespect to Tony's Chippy, there are far better Chippies in Mansfield. Barracuda. Visit Sea Queen. All the way. Barracuda. Visit Barracuda. Sea, Barracuda. Barracuda every sea day. Queen, mate. Sea. This is not a battle of chip shots. Sea Queen. Can we, no can we stop? You're making me hungry. <laughs> Um, you're making me hungry uh, if a chip, Chippy does want to sponsor this show though if you just get in touch drop us a DM drop yeah. you know but Barracuda's nice it's alright it's my second choice we'll take, uh, half, we'll take half money and half free food whoa I'll just take the free food uh, <laughs> forget the money it's all about the food uh, <laughs> interesting words though obviously how important just before we hear from David one, one final time how important is it going into the final two games Nate, that the players like Conrad Bish, um, Mackers, the players who've been there and done it, had the promotions on the CV, had the experience. How much of an importance is it that they come through and, and get the rest of us through it? Because they know how to react and how to play in these tense moments. Well, yeah, it's just about dealing with, with the pressure, isn't it? So, you know, you can, like Conrad's done in an interview there, you sort of try and play it down as much as you can, but the fact of the matter is when they step out onto onto that grass they're probably going to start feeling the pressure um, and especially if the game doesn't start going your way that's when you really really need them experienced players to step up you know uh, you know, God forbid we do go one goal down that's when you need your, your likes of, of Bishop and, and, and everybody else to, to calm them down or even if we go one up just to calm them down and just say you know we, we've got the game plan we know what we need, we need to do and especially those younger players you just got to settle them as, as well as settling themselves so they've got a massive role to play let's hear one final time from Stags boss David Flickcroft because this week with all the permutations and things like that it's been a bit of a a tough one to tackle I imagine for him because like we were saying earlier about people talking to the players after training they'll want to talk to him as well and talk about the ifs and the buts but I can tell you this David Flickcroft, quite simply, just ain't interested. Conundrums are for everyone else, you know, to, to throw at you and feed at you. Uh, I've got my mum feeding me stuff that might happen. I've got a wife. I've got my kids. Uh, our buddy's five-year-old. He throws little things at me. So it's coming from every angle. And what you've got to do is just not ignore it, but I know what I need to listen to. And what I need to listen to is the football people I've got around me, the football people that support me um, and design the football plan because that's what it'll come down to, what what we need to do. Um, you know, and what what the MK Dons matches give us is, is another chance after Saturday as well. Um, so that's what I do know, that uh, we've got that opportunity then. Um, because it, it is MK Dons and it's the last game so listen there's so much to play for this weekend the penultimate weekend almost uh, so much to play for so many teams um, but if you get fixated on that it takes you away from, from the focus which is a squad of players that can affect the result a management group that can affect the result um, 
a referee that can affect the result. You know, these these are the things that I'm in control of and, and I've got control of. What's going on elsewhere, you're not in control of. But we'll keep abreast of, of what's happening and um, it's important that we get that, you know, that instant data to what's happening because it might change how we how we do something tactically on the pitch, you know. So you have got to have that data and I do understand it, but you know, you can waste hours and hours looking at tables, looking at uh, what might happen. Uh, but we've got to we've got to be concentrating on what we've got to make happen, and uh, and that's the football plan on Saturday. Stakes boss David Flickcroft there speaking early today to I Follow Stakes. That's where you can go to watch all of those interviews that you've heard throughout tonight's show in full. Uh, so get yourself over there and watch all of that great content as well. I can feel in the pressure a little bit. It's it's really starting to get a bit tense now, isn't it? It's really starting to wind up a little bit, but. What David Flickcroft says there, Nath, is absolutely spot on, isn't it? It doesn't matter what other teams are doing. It doesn't matter what they're doing. It's all about us. And the important thing on Saturday is it's the penultimate game of the season. It's the final home game of the season. The Stags have put on the under-18s go free ticket offer again. This is a bigger time as any that I can ever remember to get that ground sold out and get as much noise made as possible because when there is noise, when there is atmosphere, that is where Mansfield Town can really, really thrive at home. At home, yeah. At home. <laughs> I'm glad you added that bit in that's what I was about to say. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's great that the, uh, you know, the, the board have decided to put the offer on. I mean, it's a shame they have to because we should be selling out anyway, you know, regardless of any offer because it's such a big game. Last home game of the season anyway. And we're third on the table. Like, why we need to put an offer on is is crazy because the town should be coming out to support us. But obviously, they've obviously known for they've, they've particularly been on sale for a while, and they obviously haven't sold many. There was would have hoped that the town would come out and buy them. So anyway, credit to the club, we've done that. Now it's up to the people of Mansfield to drag everybody with them that they can possibly bring um, and get the ground full. And like you said, at home when we've had a big crowd back in, the players have have responded to it. So um, let's hope hope that can be the case. Cam, your message to the people of Mansfield and surrounding areas to come out and support Mansfield Town Football Club at home for the for the final time. Touch wood, fingers crossed. Lucky rabbit's feet and all that this season. Appeal to the public, my friend. We've done this on many occasions and never worked so far. <laughs> There's always a once. I think when it comes to the the free ticket offers, I think it's it's the fact that we've seen the investment in the team in the club. But now the Radfords and the board want to invest in the town and make the club part of the town again. We've had the years where the club was very distant from the town. We weren't training in the town. We got kicked out of the town. And now we've built uh, a new training ground just on the edge of town. We've got the ground, which is in the town. Because like the town. He does, not yeah. <laughs> And I think it's about time that we, we start paying thanks to what the Radfords do and and the fantastic ticket offers uh, are one way of doing that and it doesn't matter if it's a free ticket so if you go or not. The fact is that you get one and you do go. In town. In town. Well, that's the thing. Mansfield is the thing that matters and for many years it's not the thing that did matter. On brand, love that. On brand, love that. But it's true. It, how, how many games? Have, at the end. He has rescued at the end. How many games have you been to where it's been where there's been 
less than a thousand, less than two thousand. Too many. The really dark conference days. Too many. Too and, many. And look at it now. We're on the verge of League One. We're so close. We just need that li- little bit of extra support, and I think we'll get there. Fingers crossed. Fingers and let's crossed. hope that Saturday can be that stepping stone that will get us there. That's nearly it for the penultimate regular podcast of the season. It feels sad saying that. It does feel. We sad. don't need no playoff specials. No, we don't need any of that. We don't need any of that. Um, final comment from Victor says, Town needs to get behind our team and see the good work the Radfords come on Mansfield. Hey, if Dave Flitcroft comes out with Tan <laughs> in, his, we'll in his things, we know he's been watching. I think he's more likely to say solidified personally, but there you go. And it's not about representing us. It's all about representing. Representing Tan. Fantastic stuff. Well, <laughs> that's almost it from us here on Mansfield Matters for another week. You can look at the league table if you want. Don't bother. You can look at all the other fixtures if you want. Don't bother. Because it's as simple as this. Mansfield Town need to win one game of football. One game of football. And that's this Saturday at home to Stevenage. MK Dons away doesn't matter because we can't affect that this weekend. We can't affect that until we play MK Dons. We have to go into Saturday. We have to get a win. We have to play the way that Mansfield can play. And we have to support our team. The team that we want to see succeed. The team that we believe in and going back every single week. Because they have put the performances in this season. Sometimes it's not gone quite right. But when it has gone right, it's been absolutely beautiful. And if they can do that on Saturday, then as everybody has been saying, it will remain in our hands. It doesn't matter what Berry do. It doesn't matter what MK Dons do. The only team that matters, as is the name of this podcast is Mansfield Town. Mansfield matters. That is all you've got to remember. Two simple words. Mansfield matters. Believe it, back it, get yourself to the One Course Stadium and hopefully cheer us on to the end we've all been waiting for. Over my shoulder, there's a poster of something we did last summer, which we called Legends Live. It was all about celebrating the heroes of the club. Those who, in the past had created something beautiful, had created a memory which um, the Stags fans and the Stags faithful can look back on. Two of those legends which we had were responsible for the last promotion we had in Paul Cox and Adam Murray, who got us back into the Football League. David Flickcroft and this current set of players are trying to take that one step further. Hopefully, in years to come, it will be their faces on that Legends Live poster. If you want to see that happen, if you believe that can happen, then prove it by getting yourself to the one course stadium. Back the boys and believe. And whatever you do, make sure you join us next Wednesday at 6.30-ish on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. They've said it. Because Mansfield matters. The end is nigh. There is a storm coming. It is just around the corner. And like I said at the very top of the show, it ain't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Get your dancing shoes on, kids, because it's only just beginning. Come on, you stags. Let's get over the line and get to League One. Remember those two words. What are those two words? Mansfield matters. Good night. Conundrums are for everyone else, you know, to throw at you and feed at you. It's coming from every angle. And what you've got to do is just... 
not ignore it, but I know what I need to listen to. And what I need to listen to is the football people I've got around me, the football people that support me and design the football plan because that's what it'll come down to, what we need to do. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.